Goldman Sachs is a global investment banking, securities, and investment management firm. Having been around since 1869, NICE, it is one of the largest and most influential financial institutions in the world. Goldman Sachs provides a wide range of financial services to corporations, governments, and individuals. It operates in multiple countries and is considered one of the big four investment banks along with J.P. Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley, and Citigroup. Now you all know how great the popular ETFs, JEPI and JEPQ, how great they've done, and they've been managed by J.P. Morgan Chase. Goldman Sachs just had to get in on the fun with GPIQ and GPIX, which I will give the fun and creative nicknames of GPIQ and GPIX. Not to be confused with what you texted that girl you met last weekend. So GPIX, the Goldman Sachs S&P 500 Core Premium Income ETF, will have the goal of trying to get current income while maintaining the prospectus for capital appreciation. I like the sound of that. So far, so good. The fund is still brand spanking new, only coming out October 24th of 2023 and has a very small $28 million in assets under management. Given how Goldman Sachs controls an estimated $2.5 trillion of wealth across the world, yeah, $28 million is just pennies to this company. Much like other income ETFs, they will generate monthly dividends to shareholders from options trading as well as the dividends of the companies they own. I looked high and dry yet couldn't find anything specific about how far in strike price and time they do their covered calls. If I had to make an educated guess, I'd say they're doing monthlies and maybe 5-15% to out of the money. They believe this will give them exposure to the S&P 500 index with lower volatility. It's a mix of market participation in bull markets to an extent with their call options and possible outperformance in negative to flat markets. Now so far this is still pretty typical to what we're used to seeing. When the market does really well, those call options, which is how those fat dividends are generated, they're gonna get called away, which means investors would lose that upside. If we have an Apple strike price for $200 and it expires with Apple now trading at $210, that's all that upside that we have lost, that $10 difference. And that might not be made up by the options premium that we receive. But the trade-off is that it's possible Apple ends the week at $190. That means we collect those premiums, and that means we get to do it all over again. Both GPIX and GPIQ follow this strategy, the only difference being that GPIQ, they track the NASDAQ 100 index, which typically is a little bit more volatile, so expect higher premiums. The fund also believes they can offer a higher source of yield than the underlying index, which isn't too hard these days. The S&P 500 only trades at a 1.38% yield, and QQQQ, it's an abysmal 0.55%. Now the holdings of these two ETFs will have some overlap now that America has been overrun by a few tech corporations consisting of Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, NVIDIA, Facebook, Tesla, Google, and even Costco is taking over the world. 
Yeah, especially in China. You got your Berkshire Hathaways and Broadcoms, as well as plenty of other great companies. There's 504 in total in GPIX and 103 in total in GPIQ. At the bottom here, it mentions that this ETF is actively managed by Goldman Sachs quantitative equity solutions team that is powered by 95 different finance professionals. Hey, how many finance professionals does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They prefer to leverage the power of darkness for optimal investment returns. The fund manager is Raj Garagapati, who has worked at Goldman for over 20 years. Co-fund manager William Helm is a certified financial analyst who has worked at Vanguard and Global X. Believe it or not, they're the ones that make QILD. But Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before joining Goldman, with an average experience of 15 years, your money is being managed by professionals. When you pay that expense ratio, you're paying for the passiveness. You're paying for someone else's expertise. You're paying for someone else to do all the work for you. I thought this was quite peculiar. If you go on their ETF website, they have this little section here where it seems to link you to a news article about GPIX and GPIQ and you think you're going to get this well-balanced review. Well, if you click on it, you actually get sent to a press release about this new ETF that's also written by Goldman Sachs. It's like if you read an article talking about how great Cody was and then you later found out the article was written by me. And this is where Goldman Sachs really shines, is that low expense ratio. Both have a net expense ratio of 29 basis points and a gross expense ratio of 35 basis points. Gross expense is the fees and expenses associated with managing the fund, administrative cost, operational cost, but net expense ratio is the key one for us to look at because it takes into account any fee waivers or other reimbursements. This is the amount investors will actually have to pay. Now, given JP Morgan Chase's Jeppy and Jeff Q have a 35 basis expense ratio, even small expense ratio differences, they can really eat away from investors' return. I see some investors commenting saying, hey, I don't care about expense ratios as long as the dividend is super juicy. And that's a really expensive mistake to be making. Expense ratios have huge impacts on returns, especially over long periods of time and the more money invested. I like the direction expense ratios are headed if this is an omen. Clearly, Goldman Sachs wanted to catch in on all the fun that JP Morgan Chase was having with Jeppy, and this will hopefully have a race to zero in expense ratios and cheaper fees. I wouldn't expect anything super cheap though, as all these are still being actively managed. They're not passively managed like SPY or VU. If we do a rough annualization of GPIX's dividend, we get around an 8.5% yield. This is right in line with Jeppy's around 8.35% dividend yield over the past year. Keep in mind, GPIX has only paid out two distributions so far. It's still a relatively new ETF. GPIQ has an annualized 
yield of just over 10%. This is also right in line with Jeff Q as they're doing covered calls on the NASDAQ 100 which has a higher volatility and thus higher premiums. That's why the yield is a little bit higher. But even more impressive to me is that GPIX is up 14% and GPIQ is up nearly 17% since their inception. The most important part to me with income ETF plays like this is preserving that capital. NAV erosion is real. It will kill your returns and dividends in the long run. How people still don't understand this? You know, I blame cult-like obsessions with stocks, tickers, and people than actually wanting to make money. I didn't see anything in the prospectus about them owning ELNs, but they do have the option to invest in flex options, which are made available through the Chicago Board Options Exchange, where one can customize key contract terms such as exercise prices and expiration dates. Talking about taxes, fund distributions are taxable as ordinary income unless investing through a tax-deferred account. Overall, I'm really happy to see a low-cost income ETF play for those who want a chance at passive income and options exposure. Hopefully that race to zero is real. Did you know I beat the stock market in total returns last year? I post all my weekly trades and give access to my full $175,000 portfolio in the Patreon link below. It's also a great way to say thank you to someone who spends hours making these videos with very little compensation. Also, don't walk on this dividend investing journey alone. Come join the fun on Discord, where we're always chatting about the market and learning about investing from each other. And it's all free. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Clive Cash podcast name. 